Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We need to play that bed of music uh, underneath just about any rant that any of us have, because uh, that was that was pretty amazing. I am not criticizing anyone at all for uh, hearing from Bam Adebayo pertaining to heat culture, but my goodness, there was nothing he said that was concrete <laughs> at all, right? Define heat <laughs> culture. Oh, we don't care what you think about our brand of basketball. Well, okay, you're not telling me anything. Like, that's... It's one of those answer, non-answer things, Aaron. It was a little frustrating. Heat culture, baby. I'm just getting sick of hearing about it, to be honest. Okay, your brand of basketball is rugged. <laughs> cool. Have fun. Can you, I don't mean can you define yeah. what that anything. is? Yeah. I mean, it mean welcome, to a sports, welcome to a sports press conference or one-on-one interview. They're talking, but they're not saying anything. We saw it after the game with Spolstra. He's talking. He's yelling at Ramona Shelburne, but he's not saying anything, even though she was dead on with her question, and he knew that. Like this is, this is the NFL and anything that that said they're lying NBA they're lying after the games like yeah it's just sports <laughs> but we spend so much time I enjoyed the music every word that they say oh yeah the, the music no, was the music. better than the actual sound bite <laughs> bingo that's it we we need that music more in our lives but uh getting some <laughs> definition as to what heat culture is no we're not getting anything out of that uh you know not in that context all right game three nba finals tonight series tied at one game apiece game three series shifts to miami denver despite being on the road they're two and a half point favorites total 214 and a half aaron any side any side to the total that stands out to you hmm Gosh, a lot to unpack here. I mean, this is a this is gonna be an interesting game. Tyler Hero, he's been ruled out, right? So we don't yes. have that to factor in. I think in game two, the Nuggets they were terrible. I mean, they just didn't play a full four four quarters. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. wasn't very good. Um, I mean. There, there was just so many guys. I also like Jokic being the main scorer. We talked about it after that last game that when he was the main scorer in that Sun series and scored 53, they lost. So maybe that's not what he needs to be doing. Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope, awful. He fouled out. He allowed Miami to shoot 14 free throws. You can't have that happen. Aaron Gordon, I was on his PRA over that loss by the hook. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't good either. I, I'm, I have not, I don't have a bunch of bets on this yet. I'm really torn. I'm thinking about looking at the Nuggets first quarter, um, money line or spread, but, uh, Gosh, it feels like a nugget spot. I just don't think they're going to be as bad as they were in that last game. And Michael Malone, I mean, he's probably still screaming at his players. Remember how angry he was? (laughs) So I think they'll respond. Jokic is such a cerebral player. I think they'll have an answer. I think they'll come out firing. And I think this is going to be – or I might just bet early nuggets, whether it's first half, first quarter, something like that. A lot of interesting player props to dissect. As far as side total, I'm betting Nuggets minus one and a half in the first half. After Malone calls them out, I mean, it is lack of effort, and this is the NBA Finals. That felt like a wake-up call. The Nuggets were taking them too lightly. They thought they were going to cruise to a championship here. Oh, we're we're at home again. We're undefeated. We're going to win. It's going to be no big deal. And I 
you know, I, some disagree with me, but I thought that was the best of what we're going to see from the Heat. I'm not saying it's the only game they're going to win, not saying, but I'm just saying that a lot of things went their way. Everything that went wrong for them in game one went right for them in game two, and it was still a one-possession game in the, in the very end. We were close to going to overtime in that one. Uh, but, and you did see the worst of the Nuggets. Uh, the Jokic, I, I don't think he's going to have four assists. I don't think that's going to happen. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, the total is more interesting. Even though I don't have a bet on it right now, what we're seeing with the total, we saw that big drop from four to five points from game one to game two. It ends up going over. And the market is saying, it, no, under. Under on this one. So now it's even dropped more. Like we're at a, a five, six-point drop from just two games ago. So I find that interesting that it, there is such a strong opinion on the under in the betting market, but I'm, uh, I'm betting nuggets early. Uh, I'll be doing first half minus one and a half. I also I heard might, the first uh, half total has ahead. been very profitable under, and I was looking on bet stamp. The first half total is kind of all over the place, everywhere from 110 to 108 and a half. I haven't really been following that trend, and I haven't bet it, but it was something that I heard this morning that uh, the first half unders have been profitable. I don't see any one will... anywhere. It's 109.5 or 110 everywhere. Uh, well, maybe it's not updated on VetStamp. That's what okay. I see. Yeah. Hard disagree with you, Joe, as far as this first half is concerned, because really okay. where Denver has struggled is in the fourth quarter of these first two games. And mm -hmm. not that I'm always a proponent to zigzag theory where, okay, the trend was this way early in the series, and so it's going to go in the other direction at some point. Uh, so you want to be prepared for that because it's not going to be consistent throughout the series. I, I'm not always a proponent of that, but I think it's something to be mindful of in a series where it's been the Nuggets, for the most part, controlling the first half of both games. I know Miami got out to a strong start with Kevin Love starting in game two, but ultimately the Nuggets took control, and they took control without Jokic on the floor, and they had that halftime lead. I wonder when Miami gets off to a hot, sustained start, and then I also wonder when the Nuggets have a strong fourth quarter. I don't know if it's going to happen in game three, but it does have that feel like we're just assuming that Denver will at some point be in charge of the first half. So to me, I like Miami first half money line here because okay. I suspect that some of those adjustments that Coach Spo will put together will be in the first half of this game, maybe to try and get out to a significant lead and then see what you can do after that. I mean, look, for for Miami to win, say, a couple more games in the series, I think Jokic has to be in some foul trouble and not be on the floor. I know Denver can still manage without him, but not for extended periods of time. If that happens early in the basketball game, wouldn't be surprised if his minutes are restricted, Jokic's are, and then he plays a good bit more uh, the style of play that he likes to play in the second half. And so if you're live betting this, if Miami does get out to a lead say by halftime, then absolutely pounce on the Nuggets, Joe. Yeah, I, I would so, agree with that. I was thinking ahead, that Jokic is going to play the entire first quarter, and that's why I like a Nuggets first quarter, because if he does get in foul trouble, I think you're going to see his minutes limited later on. <laughs> so that's why I'm thinking bet the Nuggets early. 
It's interesting that we're all looking at smaller sample sizes. It, first quarter, first half, maybe mm-hmm. second half. Like none of us are stand, are putting our uh, pounding our fists on the table and saying, "Well, I feel strongly about the full game here." Yeah, the Jedi mind tricks that Coach Spo is <laughs> able to put together. Uh, that's that's yeah. what's scary to me is you go, okay, what else can he come up with? Because if there is a way to define heat culture, maybe it's as simple as, okay, it's a slower tempo, slower pace of play. At some point, Miami should be able to exercise that. And so maybe the under is why, uh, maybe under is the direction as far as game three is concerned, because Miami may be inching closer and closer to the style of basketball that they want to play. And it is slower I wouldn't say monotonous, but it's just slower in terms of draining more time off of each possession. So there is that. Other thing, too, is if the Heat do win game three, I think it's really important to pounce on the Nuggets to win this series in six right away. Because I think there's Mm -hmm. going to be some massive value and some massive overreaction to the Heat if they pull off this win. Yep. Yeah, big picture-wise, I think, uh, the, these two games in Miami, they're going to walk out of there with a split. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Denver takes complete control of that. So after that Miami win, that's when you want to pounce the other direction. I don't have this thing going seven games. Some people do. I, I don't think it'll be pushed uh, that far. Um, we've talked a lot about the idea of playoff Jimmy and uh, people are wondering, oh, well, the point prop is 24 and a half. It, now he's going back home. Now are we going to see it? What we are seeing, and I'm curious about Jamal Murray, because if he has he, he didn't give enough for Denver in game two, and obviously that shot was very close to falling uh, at the end of the game. Are they sacrificing some of Jimmy's offense and these other guys stepping up like they did in game two? Plays Kevin Love that time around, contributed, grabbed 10 boards. Uh, Struess, 0 for 9 on threes game one. He makes four in the first quarter. Duncan Robinson comes up big with some shots late in the game. That's what he does. Um, Is Spo thinking, okay, we're going to win with these guys. I'm going to sacrifice some of Jimmy's offense. We don't need him to score 40-50 like he did early on in the playoffs where he just goes off. And what's more important is him on the defensive end against Murray. I love that angle, Joe, because something that I was going to look at, I don't know what the prop is, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, but what about a Jimmy Butler double-double? He's been knocking on the door of one of those, and he was, I mean, he had four rebounds, nine assists, 21 points, but maybe we're not going to see playoff Jimmy going off for 40 points, and maybe it is more evenly distributed, and that's how he'll be utilized here. What is he for a double-double? Uh, hold on. I'm just pulling it up. He only had one uh, in the entire two, Boston plus series. Plus 210 is the best number. Not okay. great, yeah. but I mean. Yeah, he only had one in the Milwaukee series, two in the Knicks series, one in the entire seven-game Boston series. I think that might be tough. But he was slightly limited in that Boston series. Uh, as, as the series yeah. went on, you know, there were there were games where he, I mean, I'd say he didn't show up. because it, I mean, It's going to be sweaty. He, it's not point, like he's but, knocking yeah. on the door every game. Sometimes he's three boards or three assists shy of it. Last game, he right. was one assist shy. So it's 
it's off it's not a lock but it could be you know his role in this series is more of a double double guy instead of going off on points Miami is probably winning that game if he does get that double double because then suddenly you know not that he's necessarily an assist guy but if he's your main rebounder then you've got another big, maybe a couple of other bigs who are still out there on the floor, but it's Butler uh, snagging those rebounds. Or he's winning those battles on the boards and say it is a smaller lineup. Uh, that also is a really, really good sign for Miami. And so I, I do like the idea of if you think Miami will win game three, that may be mm-hmm. a path for that to happen is for Jimmy Butler to get a double-double. Uh, if you think Denver is going to win and cover the two and a half, then I would not bet on Jimmy Butler to get a double-double because I think they're sort of one and the same. Miami can win without a Butler double-double, but at some point I agree that at some point in the series he will have one and it will be in a Miami victory. Really quick on the heels of the double-double convo, uh, Jamal Murray double-double is plus 370. Can someone explain that to me when he's had a double-double in each game so far in the finals? Like, I feel more confident he'll get one, and you're getting almost double the value. I think I might just get back on the Jamal Murray double-double train and get off of the Jimmy yeah. Butler train of thought. I mean, it's more and likely yeah, you get a better Jamal number. Murray. Yeah. I'm expecting good performance from Murray tonight. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I would certainly agree with that one. I like that one a lot more. Uh, they're not giving you anything. They, they basically don't want you to bet Jokic on assists because it's big, big, one of the bigger storylines out of game number two. They know it. He only had four. They set the number at nine and a half. And uh, at least at BetMGM, it's minus 150 to the over. They're like, don't bet on this. Hmm. Or go ahead and bet wow. on it. But you're going to have to pay a tax. <laughs> yeah. Be, be my guest. See, see what we care about. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the most three-pointers made in this series. Because another bet yep. that I really like is getting into this market right now, just before game three. Aaron, I know you and I have talked about this extensively, but I think one player Joe has brought up that I am more and more convinced could very well win this and definitely has some value here is Max Struess. Max Struess's three-point attempt rate is 71.3%, 10th highest in the NBA. Next closest player in this series with playing time is Michael Porter Jr. at 56%. If you believe that this series will go six to seven games, Max's average of two to three threes per game, he can get to 12 and hop over everybody else. And so Max Struess at 19 to one, I think there is some great value there to pounce on right away. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on the BetQL Network.